Good morning, Cathedral of Faith. Can we all rise this morning and just put our hands together for Jesus all over this place? Amen. Oh, come on. That'd be good enough if that was for me, but it's not for me. It's for him. Come on. Does anybody have a praise on their heart this morning for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords? Psalm 16, verse 11 says that in his presence there is the fullness of joy and that his right hand pleasures forevermore. So I want you to know this morning, if you found yourself in this place, that you are in the right place. Look at somebody, Tom, say you're in the right place. Amen. So with, a, with an open heart this morning, let's just worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Come on, let's put our hands together for him if he's worthy of it. Amen. Come on, church, let's put our hands together.
done great things come on let it be known let everything that have breath praise the Lord welcome everybody to Cathedral of Faith where everyone is welcome nobody's perfect the love is lived out in everything and anything is because we serve an amazing God if you're grateful that we do come on one more time put your hands together bless the name of the Lord God is good and all the time God is good Happy 4th of July weekend. We don't need to look very far to know that in a lot of ways our country needs the Lord. And I think one thing that's really important for me as you look into a world that we cannot control, right? We can't control how everyone responds to everything. But we can control our gratitude. I think it's really important for the people of God to not cower away, to not retreat, to not give up, to not think things are hopeless, that we hold on and we proclaim that God has done great things. God is doing great things, even though maybe we don't hear it on the news as much, God's still doing great things. And we believe that God will do great things. It's really important, church, that we don't give up on God, we don't give up on ourselves, we don't give up on this country. And we proclaim that God's goodness will endure from generation to generation. It doesn't start with us and it doesn't, it's not gonna stop with us. Somebody say amen to that. You know, there's an old song in the church that we used to sing, that we say, God is so good. We say, God, He's so good. Yeah, sing it with me. Say, God is so good. God is so good. Say, God is so good. He's so good to me. If you believe it, come on, let's sing it again. Say, God is so comfortable this time we just invite you to extend your hands toward the heavens father God we have not given up we stand 
as a grateful people here today for what you have done, what you are doing, and what you promise and intend to do. We give thanks, Father God, and I pray, Lord, that we, as we look around at a world that we cannot control, we cannot manipulate, God, we would fight our battles in the presence of the Lord. We do not wrestle against flesh and blood. We do not wrestle against Republicans or Democrats. We fight our battles in the presence of the Lord. And I pray that you would teach us over and over and over again, Lord, that everything that we have need of, everything that we long for is in Christ Jesus. And I pray that we would stand bold in this trying time and that we would declare the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And all of God's people shouted in this moment, amen and amen. Come on, Cathedral, if you're grateful, come on, put your hands together. Somebody just shout hallelujah. Come on, let's worship him.
Come on, if you're grateful for the victory that we have in Christ Jesus, come on, how about a shout of victory in the house? A shout of praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, victory's in the air. Can somebody say amen? As we come to the Lord's table, we come to a table, it is in the most profound sense, our declaration of independence because it's a table that declares our freedom. In Jesus Christ, we have freedom. Jesus said, you will know the truth and the truth will make you And whom the Son sets free is free indeed. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. It is for freedom's sake that Christ has set us free. And so we come today to celebrate the freedom that we find in Jesus. Freedom from sin. Freedom from the penalty of our sin. Freedom from the power of sin. We don't have to be dominated by sin anymore. And to celebrate that one day you and I will be free from the very presence of sin celebrating 
eternity with Jesus Christ. Anybody looking forward to that day? Jesus, thank you for the freedom that we find in you. And as we eat and drink today, we receive, we receive the freedom that is found in you. Let's eat of the bread of Christ. And now let's drink of the cup of Christ. And as you drink, drink in the freedom that is available through Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Freedom, freedom in this place. Victory, victory in this place. Now I invite you to say the prayer that Jesus taught us to pray. It's the most important prayer you'll ever learn to pray. Mean it with all your heart. Let's say the Our Father together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and forever. Amen and amen and amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, Cathedral family, wherever you're at today, if you're out here in the amphitheater with me, if you're over there in the drive-in, can I hear from the drive-in? Yeah. They're on the inside of the building. If you're watching online, if you're at one of our campuses around the Bay Area, I'm so glad that you're here today. God is good. And all the time. Before you're seated, why don't you look at someone and make this declaration. Victory is in the air. Go ahead and do that before you're seated. Victory is in the air. Well, hello, Cathedral of Faith, friends and family, and happy Sunday. Thank you for being here today. If this is your first time, we'd like to welcome you. We'd love to get to know you better and tell you a little bit about us. So scan the QR code that's on the screen, send us a text, or pick up a card from one of our frontline team members. Also, we'd love to meet you after service in the amphitheater. Come grab a cup of coffee and meet some of our pastoral staff. For the month of July, Pastor Ken has challenged us to read through the book of Proverbs. July has 31 days and Proverbs has 31 chapters. Coincidence? I don't think so. So join us in reading a chapter a day each day in the month of July and let's read through the book of Proverbs together. We have some Saturday night events coming up that we do not want you to miss. The first one is the Motown and Broadway night with our friend Teron Brooks. Saturday, July 23rd at 7 o'clock in the amphitheater. Then, Music Under the Stars with the Prince of Poppers featuring Jessica Johnson, Saturday, August 6th at 7 o'clock in the amphitheater. We'll see you there. We have a lot more events coming up, including a flower arranging class at the end of August. So be sure to follow us on social media or check our website, cathedralofaith.org, click events for more detailed information. I hope you have an amazing week and happy birthday, America.
Thank you, Stephanie. It is a very special weekend oh, in a lot of ways. I mean, personally for me, yesterday, my wife and I celebrated our 39th wedding anniversary. Can you believe that? <laughs> She's put up with me for 39 years. It's a miracle. It qualifies her for sainthood, I always say. But it was, it was a wonderful day. But the day started off very early for me because we got away for a few days and we were down at this old school surf town in Oceanside, just outside of Camp Pendleton. And, uh, and I was, I, I, the first thing I did, I got up early and I ran a 5K because our church was participating in the Stars and Stride event that was founded by one of our church members to help uh, a Valley Medical and to help them serve the marginalized uh, in our community with health care. And I want to give props to Cathedral of Faith. We had over 70 people come out and run that race that day. Let's give it up for Cathedral. Yeah, way to go. I think Kurt said it was the biggest group, the third biggest group uh, that came out to run the race in our community. And so it was a wonderful time. And in fact, there was one lady who's a part of our church family, Betty, and they sent me this video. And I got to tell you, I, I, it just brought tears to, into my eyes. You can see people, Betty right there is getting ready to run. She was in the last service and you can see Betty. Betty, it was three hours for her to finish the race. But there she is, finishing the race. Yeah. That's what you call Cathedral Strong. Can somebody say amen to that? I was so proud of her, so proud of our Cathedral family. Once again, way to step up. It's another way to serve our community. And it's kind of like uh, Old Home Week here at Cathedral of Faith. In fact, I saw a friend of mine, his whole family, we grew up together in the church, and he's visiting. He's been in ministry in San Antonio. Him and I went to, to school together back at ORU, and uh, i just like them to stand. Would Todd and all your family stand? Todd, it's so great to have you in the audience today. Yeah, the Sylvia family, so good to have you here. One of the families that helped to well, just build such a strong foundation. And one thing I love about Cathedral, it is multi-generational. And we have a guest with us today who's, uh, she was a part of the church back in the 60s, the 70s, and the 80s. She's a legend in gospel music. And her and my dad would sing together on our television program that back then called Abundant Living. And she's coming to bless us with a song today. I want you to give a great big welcome back home to Lily Knowles. Lily, we love you. <laughs> it's wonderful to be back and to see all the friends that we were together at Faith Temple. This song is a prayer. And I know that you pray it. God bless America. It's a land that we love. Stand beside her and guide her through the night with the light 
from above From the Adirondack Mountains To the Kansas Prairie To Hawaii's ocean Why we'd fall, yes God, we ask you To continue to bless America It's our home, sweet home to bless America. It's our home, sweet. Are you want to stand and everybody sing it loud? Come on. time. Let's say thank you to Lily for ministering to us today. It's so great to have her home. How many of you would like to take Lily home with you today to be encouraged? You can do that by going out after service. She has some CD with that song and some other songs on it. So you can take her home today if you like and enjoy her in your car at home. Again, thank you so much, Lily, for your investment in us in decades and for what he's going to do today. Amen. Let's give God thanks and praise for his faithfulness. Hallelujah. Amen, amen. Well, please be seated. I want to reiterate one more time what Pastor Ken talked about earlier. Yesterday, we had the stars and strides, and thanks to those 70-plus who came out to run and be part of that great day. You might not realize it, but Kurt was the first cathedralite across the line. So way to go, Kurt. He's our champion. And again, shout out to Pastor Ramel and Aurora and everyone who helped train. It was a great day to be together. Yeah, Betty in that three-hour run that she did, great job. So you don't have an excuse next year to join us because we believe that God wants us to be cathedral strong. Say that with me, cathedral strong. And that has to do with body, mind, and spirit. That's one of the ways we help you stay healthy physically. But also there's a wide variety of ways that we help people stay healthy and strong mentally. This past week, Northern California Bible College had our graduation. 50 years we've been a college. We have bachelor's degrees and master's degrees, and we had 12 of our cathedral family members who graduated with degrees from NCBC. Let's hear it for our grads. 
So whether you just want to learn a little bit more about the Bible or grow in your faith or maybe get a bachelor's or master's degree, we'll be starting back up again in September. We'd love to have you join us. The NCBC family is really committed to helping you be strong in mind and in spirit as well. Well, the Bible tells us that when I'm weak, he is strong. So what happens is in my weakness and my struggle, he gives me strength. So when I'm weak, I need, but when I'm strong, I can give. And that's what we get to do here at Cathedral, being Cathedral strong when we bring our tithes and offerings. It reminds us that I'm strong in Christ. I'm strong in what he's done. And people who are strong give, and this is one of the ways you can do it. You can go online to our website. You can go onto our app. Our ushers are coming down the aisles, thanks Lois, with uh, envelopes so that you can give in this moment to God's purposes and he can use those gifts for his glory because we are cathedral strong, amen? I'm gonna invite you to stand with me for just a moment. This weekend, we're prepared for a powerful word. Bishop E.C. is gonna come in just a moment. Uh, and Bishop E.C. and Pastor Shelley's son, Irvin, is coming to sing a song verse called Champion because we are cathedral strong, amen? So let's welcome as they come and minister. Good morning, cathedral. We know that God is our champion. He fights for us when we cannot fight for ourselves. So I pray that when you hear this song, you're encouraged today, thank you, Jesus. tried so hard to see it it took me so long to believe it that you choose someone like me to carry your victory perfection could never earn it we give what we don't deserve it you take the broken things and raise them to glory for you are my champion in giants for when we stand on defeat in every battle you've won and i am who you say
me know this next part. Please sing with us. And when I lift my voice and shout, every wall comes crashing down. I have the authority that Jesus has given me. Lord, victory is in the air. Can somebody say victory? Well, and will you let Irvin know how much you appreciate him leading us in that song? Irvin, thank you. Again, I love the multi-generational impact here at Cathedral of Faith. I baptized Irvin when he was just about this big. Today, I need a crane to baptize Irvin. He has grown. But again, it's so good to have uh, 
our newest member of the team. He's coming to share with you, Bishop E.C. Wilson. If, do we have any other uh, folks who have served in the military? Can I see your hands? Just raise them real high. Can we give it up for them? Thank you. Thank you for standing for freedom. Thank you so much. Well, EC's one of your own. He served in the military, served in the army. Pastor Mike served in the army. And then Bishop EC Wilson went on to have 40 years of pastoral experience. And he just joined the team to lead our reaching out ministry, which is really at the heart of what we do at Cathedral of Faith. He's an amazing man. If you haven't got to know him yet, make sure you do. Because he's just one of the, one of the most godly men most gracious man I've ever met. And I want you to give a great big welcome to the newest member of the Cathedral team. Would you welcome Bishop E.C. Wilson? E.C., come on up here, buddy. Oh, man. Thank you so much. Come on, let's give God praise one more time, would you? What a great day to be alive. What a great day to be amongst champions, champions of faith. I want to talk a little bit about that uh, this morning, and I want to ask you to join me in prayer as we thank God for being our champion. I don't want to imagine where I'd be without the champion inside of me. Let's pray. Father, how grateful we are. For your presence in this place, your presence in our lives. We thank you for the legacy of faith here in this ministry and how it has reached the girdles of the globe because of the faithfulness of those in whom you planted the vision for ministry here in San Jose, California, Santa Clara County, the 10th largest city in the United States of America. We humble ourselves, O oh God, and we join in faith with those, all of the faith of this planet who are stopping and pausing today to say, God, thank you for America. Thank you for the ministry, the missionaries that you sent from these shores to communicate the gospel. And then from this church, those whom you sent into the harvest fields right here at home. God, I ask that you would take this flawed piece of clay Speak your word this morning. Holy Spirit, I need your help. God, these are your sheep. These are your people. And we thank you for gracing us with the leadership, the leadership of Pastor Ken and Kurt Foreman and the rest of this honorific staff here at Cathedral of Faith. We give you praise. We give you glory now because of what you are going to do in our lives today that only you can take credit for. We give you praise and we thank you for it now. In the holy and high name of Jesus, our champion, who is the Christ. And the people of God said amen. 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 God bless you as you're seated. Thank you so much, Pastor Ken. Thank you, staff. Thank you, all of you who have come to join us here today. I want to uh, talk for... A few moments regarding this theme, champions of faith. Champions of faith. 
we have grown to understand that the champions of faith were there when America declared independence from Great Britain. Be that as it may, there were champions of faith there and champions of faith here who declare our dependence upon God. Yes, we declare today afresh and anew our dependence upon the champion who lives on the inside of us. Would you pause and just give God praise for the champion who is in us? The definition of a champion, when you really understand it in the essence of its meaning, it is one who has defeated or surpassed all of his foes, all of his rivals. With that in mind, Jesus stands alone as the only true champion of our faith. He has no rivals. He has no equals. And so champions of faith understand, and this was the reason why Jesus came. He knew that I needed help. He knew that I was depraved. He knew that I was lost. He knew that I needed a Savior. And he came down low enough to find me lost, dirty, filthy, depraved. And so Jesus, in his great love for you and for me, put on skin and left his domain and came here to this earth and tabernacled among us and showed us what it was like to be a champion in the earth. And so with that in mind this morning, we understand that depravity fills our jails. Disease fills our hospitals. Death fills our cemeteries. This champion Jesus not only came to earth, but he went to a cemetery and spoke to death and said, death, get up. That's where he found all of us, loved us while we were dead in our trespasses and sin and spoke life into these dead bones and these dead bones came alive again. Jesus, the champion of our faith, is saying to you and to you and to your friends and to your neighbors, get up, look up, and don't you ever give up. I am the champion, he says, on the inside of you. And because I am your champion, you will never be defeated. You will never be denied. You will never be left out. You will never be thrown under the bus. In fact, I'll get under the bus and get you out from under the bus and put you on the bus and let you drive the bus because I am the champion. Jesus, the Bible says, defeated the last enemy called death. In fact, Jesus killed death with death. I said Jesus killed death with death. Took the sting out of death. 
snatched the keys out of the devil's hands and told him, now you die because for everlasting to everlasting, he is our God and the enemy is waiting. He cannot hurry enough to get into that place that's called a pit where he's going. Death and all of his friends will be there with him while we enjoy that place in heaven with our champion. I'm looking forward to that day. I don't know about you, but inside of me, there rises a hallelujah that says hallelujah to God for taking the sting out of death. Hallelujah to God for defeating death. Hallelujah to God that we don't have to fear death. Champions understand that Jesus came and destroyed the works of the devil including sin, sickness, and death. And so, faith's champion, Jesus, assures us that he will forgive us, he will heal us, and he will deliver us from death. This is the place in our message where I need you to hear this passage out of Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 16. It says this, Above all, all the things that Paul mentioned there with the whole armor. He says, above all this, take the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the enemy, the wicked one. Now, when you look at that verse, you have to understand that in every language, all means all. You will be able to quench all, watch now, some people don't believe this because they're looking at circumstances and they're looking at their own ability, but you've got to look at the ability of the champion who's on the inside of you. When he says all, he says, I am the champion who can handle your all. You will be able by the champion on the inside of you to quench all the fiery darts of the enemy. Now, faith will not stop the fiery darts from coming. However, faith will cancel the darts' intended results. Did you hear what I just said? Faith will not stop all the fiery darts from coming. But faith, the champion inside of us, will cancel the darts' intended results. Results. You see, the enemy intended harm for you. The enemy intended death for you. The enemy intended for you not to get up again. But Jesus, the champion, said, I intend that you have life, that you have life more abundantly. The thief comes but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I am your champion. I come that you might have life and that you might have life more Abundantly. You see, we, 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 we have to. Yeah, that's a good. Go ahead and give God praise. I know I can't stop you from. Uh, from this, we understand that we have to have champions. Uh, we have champions before us. We have champions among us. We're not just looking at champions in the boxing ring. We're not just looking at champions in my favorite sport, the tennis court. I need y'all. I need to pause. Y'all, y'all need to pray for my wife. <laughs> Pastor Mike, I wasn't intended to do this, Pastor Kim, but my wife loves tennis, and she's never played a game in her life. 
When I was younger, she used to get my tennis balls, wake up early, and get my tennis balls. She loves tennis. I'm trying to convince her that Serena Williams' days are over. She's a champion. She will always be a champion, but she's maxed out. These young champions are beating her to smithereens. Now, we're praying for Serena. Now, listen, I, I met Serena's dad. I know what I'm talking about. I met her dad. I met her. I met her sister. Face to face, just like I'm looking at you right now. And I asked him, I said, Mr. Williams, how did you do it? How did you raise these two champions? He said, it was a power outside of me. He looked in my eyes and he says, I knew that they were not going to buy my plan. He said, but I had a plan for these girls and I knew that my plan was going to win. Listen, beloved, God has a plan for you, and God's plan for you is going to win. I don't care what the devil says. I don't care what circumstances say. I don't care what the media says. I don't care what the economy says. I don't care what the government says. I don't care what politics says. God has a plan for you, and his plan is victory. You're going to win because of the champion inside of you. We have to have champions. We have to have somebody to look up to. 1 Corinthians 11.1 1 says, imitate me as I also imitate the Messiah. Follow my example as I follow Christ. We need examples of faith to look up to. And so when Paul penned these words, he says, I want you to understand something about champions. I want you to get these five things about champions. Champions of faith, according to Romans 5 and 1, are justified by faith. It is just as if in Christ you've never sinned. Can you wrap your brain around that? He who knew no sin became sin for me, that I might become the righteousness of God. When I know how wretched, how dirty, how filthy, how disobedient, how rebellious I was. Are you listening? God has taken all of your sins and put the champion on the inside of you so that you would not have to bear your sin any longer. Champions are justified by faith. They also contend for the faith. In the third verse of Jude, in the original Greek language, there is a definite article there, T-H-E, the meaning only faith, one faith, one faith, one Lord, one baptism, the. There's no other. Jesus says, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. There is no other. I'm the only champion. I am the champion. I am the undefeated champion. Nobody can defeat me. I am your champion. The definite article, champion, the faith. Champions of faith are justified by faith. Champions of faith contend for the faith. Champions of faith, watch this, fight the good fight of faith. You want to fight? You know what I do? With any, I've, I had to learn this over the years now. Because sometimes, you know, arrogance and pride and education and training can kind of go to your head. Titles. and. But God says, listen, son, forget your title. Your title means nothing. The champion in you means everything. And so... When he says these words, fight the good fight of faith, here's what I've learned to do. I step back 
And I say, sick him, Jesus. Nothing in my hands I bring, only to Calvary's cross I cling. Jesus is my champion. He fights for me. And I beg of you today, fight for your family. Fight for your children. Fight for your marriage. Fight for your country. Fight for your integrity. Fight for purity. Fight, fight, fight. Don't you punk out. Don't you sissy out. Don't you cut out. Don't you walk out. You stand up and you fight with the champion on the inside of you. Step back and say, sick of Jesus. Sick of Jesus. Sick of Jesus. Champions of faith are justified by faith. Champions of faith contend for the faith. Champions of faith fight the good fight of faith. Champions of faith, according to Revelation 2.10, remain faithful until death. Amen. Remain faithful until death. There's nothing like working with people who are faithful, who are loyal, who won't cut out when it gets thick. When it gets tough, they won't abandon you. Paul says, at my first stand, nobody stood with me. He says, demons has forsaken me for this present world. But he said, the Lord stood with me. Yeah, that's a good place to give praise. He said, the Lord stood with me, and he strengthened me that I might preach the gospel to all nations. And that's what you have represented here at the Cathedral of Faith. Every nation, every tribe, Spanish, black, white, African, French, Jew, Gentile, right here, champions of faith, in the Cathedral of Faith, reaching people from every race, every tribe, every tongue, every kindred. Why? Because the champion knows no color. The champion knows the blood. It is the blood of Jesus Christ. And when we can get that one straight, I want you to listen to me. I'm going to make a statement here. Listen to this poor preacher. I am a dedicated, devoted Christ follower who happens to be African American. Listen to me. Notice the verb describes the noun. I am first and foremost a dedicated, devoted Christ follower filled with the Holy Spirit. And then I just happen to be in this African-American body. I get darker than you. I get tanner than you quicker. But that's not the issue. The issue is the one whose blood is thicker, the one whose blood runs through your veins, overwhelms what race you are, overwhelms what culture you're from, overwhelms. Why? Because the blood of Jesus Christ still reaches the highest mountain, still goes through the lowest valley, still goes into every neighborhood, still goes into your family, still reaches your neighbors, still reaches your... Ah, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood.
The verb describes the noun. That's why I don't tell people I'm an African-American Christian. No, 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 no. I've been to Africa, but I wasn't born in Africa. Are you listening? I was born in a little shack in a town called Bartow, Florida. And my mama and the white folk in the white section, when we were segregated, came, had the courage to come to my little neighborhood and join with my poor mama who cleaned the doctor's office, barefooted pregnant. And she taught me, son, it's not about your skin color. It's about the one who gave you your color. Your color is red. Your color is the blood. Don't you let nobody tell you anything different. I can still hear my mama right now. I can see her. My wife was there at her funeral when she died. Red hat, red dress. Blood, blood, blood. You are a blood-bought child of God first who happens to be Asian or African-American or whatever your culture. Get it straight, beloved. And then you can get out a whole lot of this political foolishness that's going on. All right, I didn't come to talk about Let me get back to the message. Let me. <laughs> Champions of faith are justified by faith. They contend for the faith. They fight the good fight of faith. They remain faithful unto death. And then they all, in the book of Hebrews, the Bible says they all died in faith. And the reason why you can die in faith, listen to this sentence, beloved. This just got downloaded to me. I wrote it down before I came. Champions of faith become champions by faith and understand with new life two of the most powerful words in the English language. Not guilty. Two words. Not guilty. Somebody's kicking around some unnecessary guilt. You need to download it. You need to get rid of it. Somebody that you know is overwhelmed by guilt and is leading them to depression. You need to let them know that Jesus will take your guilt. He'll take your shame. He'll rewrite your name. He'll clean you up. He'll turn you around. He'll put your feet on solid ground. And when the enemy tries to remind you of your past, you remind him of his future because he knows he can't go there. Why? Because only the champion, only the champion, only the champion, only the champion. Not guilty. That's not from Judge Judy. That's from the judge who gave you his love. That's from the judge who loves you beyond anything you could ever do. That's from the judge who will never condemn you. That's from the judge who will never cast you away. That's from the judge who loved you so much that he says there's nothing you can do to stop me from loving you. Now here's where I gotta turn this message towards home. Listen carefully. Champions, athletes, when they work out, they perspire. We don't want them to expire, we want them to perspire. And so to keep them from expiring, we must get them some water. Jesus said, I've come to give you living water. And he says, if you drink of this water, you will not thirst again. 
I want, yeah, yeah, that's it. Go ahead, guys. I know I can't stop it, but. The last thing I want to give you this morning about champions of faith is that champions go with the flow. Now, I want you to understand, I want you to understand what I'm saying now. Champions go with the flow. In Revelation chapter 21 and verse 6, Jesus says these words, I will give of them the fountain of water of life freely to him who thirsts. The Congo River in Africa is the deepest river in the world. So deep that we don't know its depth. For 2,500 miles, it meanders back and forth through Central Africa. And then it suddenly drops away, sending 1.4 million cubic feet of water into the Atlantic Ocean every second. Picture that, beloved. No delta, only a deep channel that's fathomless enough to submerge a skyscraper. But you've got someone bigger, you've got someone greater, you've got someone better on the inside of you who reminds you and reminds me that the greatest river in the universe is the water of the Holy Spirit flowing from Christ through you. Jesus told the woman at the well in John 4, 14, but the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up unto everlasting life. And in John 7, 38, 39, he said, he who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly, out of his heart, out of his inmost being will flow rivers of living water. But he spoke of the spirit. And when you picture this, you are the one who is able to sing with all of those who sing, I've got a river of life flowing out of me. It makes the lamb to walk and causes the blind to see. It opens prison's doors and sets the captive free. I've got a river of life flowing out of me. Spring up a well within my soul. Spring up a well and make me whole. Spring up a well and give to me that life. Abundantly. Everybody standing, please. Everybody standing. You are so loved of God. You, your family, your children, your grandchildren, your nephews, your nieces, your associates, and your enemies. Jesus loves every one of them. And he says, I want you to be my representative. I am the champion inside of you, and I'm causing my living water to flow through you. And with that living water, I have deposited in you enough of the pure love of God to love God with the love that he gave me. To love myself appropriately with the love that he gave me. To love my neighbors with the love that he gave me. And to love my enemies with the love that he gave me. You can't do it on your own. You have to have the champion. And so, beloved, if you want to be included in my closing prayer,
You want to say, Jesus, give me this living water. Every journey begins with a first step. In the amphitheater, online, in our satellite locations, if you can hear the voice of God calling you, saying, I love you so much. I'll never abandon you. I will never condemn you. I will never cast you away. If you want to take that first step and say, Jesus, come, be my champion. All I want you to do is what happens in the courtroom. You take the Bible and say, put your right hand on it. Put your left hand on this Bible and raise your right hand in front of all these witnesses. Do you promise to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? You better say, I do, or the bailiff's going to come get you, right? If you want to be included in my closing prayer, you want to say yes to Jesus. Jesus, I want you to be my champion. All I want you to do is raise your right hand. I'll see it. God will see it. Don't be, oh, my God. Pastor Ken, I'm done. Come. Oh, it's just too many for me. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. I invite everybody to say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I come to you. I need a Savior. I cannot save myself. And I believe that you are the Savior of the world. I receive you as my Savior. And I put you in charge of my life. I surrender my life to you. Thank you, Jesus. You are the champion. And because of you, I can be a champion too. In Jesus' name, for Jesus' glory, all God's people said, let's give God praise. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Wow. Would you let EC know how much you appreciate him? blessing us with that word. Thank you, Bishop. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Ah, oh, we are the champions. Say that with me. We are the champions because of Jesus Christ. I hope you get that in your spirit, and I hope that, you know, over the next few weeks, get a chance to meet uh, Bishop Wilson. He's just He's an awesome guy, and it's so, I'm so grateful that he's on the team here at Cathedral of Faith. You know, if you need prayer right after service, we, our team will be out in the amphitheater to pray with you and pray for you. And don't forget, we're reading through the book of Proverbs. There's 31 days in July. There's 31 chapters in Proverbs. So I invite you every day, read a chapter of Proverbs or listen to it, and we're doing that together uh, gaining wisdom over this summertime. And then finally, if you're new here at Cathedral of Faith, uh, I'd love to get a chance to get acquainted with you. I'll be out. There's some canopies right over to, this, uh, to the right side of the sanctuary, and I'd love to get a chance to say hello to you. Thanks again for joining us on this uh, very special holiday weekend, and I hope that you and your family will not only have a great day today, but a great day tomorrow, and make sure to give God thanks for the country that we live in, America. Amen. Let me speak God's blessing over you. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine brightly upon you. May the Lord be gracious to you and give you his peace. 
And every day when you wake up, may you know Jesus, the ultimate champion, is living on the inside of you. Because he is victorious, we can be victorious too. And I pray that in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. All God's people said, Amen. God bless you as you go. Love you, Cathedral.